Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com, the Intel edge you need to succeed, can be found with the official real estate agent of the Preds and this streaming show, GaryAshton.com. TrueMap Fitness in the Gulch. Get your first workout free and change your life. Get shredded for summer with the best fitness program around at TrueMapFitness.com. Superbook Sports, where you wager on the NBA and all of the different things that are going to be available to you once college basketball's tournament gets off and rolling. Superbook.com for terms and conditions is where you go. So, um, the Titans quarterback situation, I think, is now entrenched. I think that Ryan Tannehill is going to be the Tennessee Titans quarterback in 2023. Um, I think that for a variety of reasons, but the last major domino that I felt was in play was Aaron Rodgers being non-committal to the Tennessee Titans. So with that being said, we've all been held hostage by Aaron Rodgers this entire offseason. It's the third offseason in a row where, you know, whether he intends to or not, he has completely engulfed the NFL news cycle, and the NFL news cycle already engulfs everything else happening in sports. So at the NCAA tournament, What's happening in the NBA? Uh, anything even tangentially hockey-related. Aaron Rodgers has completely engulfed all of these things. And going through the uh, going through the last couple of months, this is the third year in a row that he's done it. So the Jets have been in wait-and-see mode until they get a more firm commitment for Rodgers, until they can agree to terms on a contract and a trade to get him from the Packers to New York. And with all that being said, while the Jets were in wait-and-see mode, it felt like that was a great option for Ryan Tannehill if the Titans felt that they needed to trade him. Now, I will say this before we get into the conversation. There's been two different trade rumors, big-named players, rumored to be uh, both either getting calls from other teams about or being actively shopped. Derrick Henry, we know. Kevin Byard is another name that was brought up by Mike Lombardi on the GM Shuffle podcast, former NFL executive. The statement from Mike Lombardi today was uh, they're trying to get him to take a pay cut. If he doesn't take a pay cut, they're telling him that they're going to cut him. Now, that's the first I've heard of any kind of movement around Kevin Byard whatsoever. And whether they trade, cut, or restructure, uh, pay cut wise, Kevin Byard, that's that remains to be seen. But you know who I haven't heard a single word about all offseason? Movement wise, that is. I haven't heard a single rumor, not a single insider's tweet, not a not a peep about the status of Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee. You haven't heard any discussions of him being moved. You've heard him 
posed as potential trade targets for other teams that are uh, that have quarterback needs and who makes sense for a veteran who's good enough to win you uh, a certain amount of games but needs a better situation than the one that he's currently occupying in Tennessee. You haven't heard anything, anything at all, about them moving on from Ryan Tannehill. Think about it. Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, Diana Rossini, Tom Pelissero, anybody here locally. You've heard discussions about Derrick Henry uh, being shopped. You've heard uh, counter uh, counter reports or reports countering that initial report saying that they weren't actively shopping Derrick, but that they were listening to calls. Either way, somebody is inquiring about Derrick Henry and his availability. And this uh, situation with Mike Lombardi reporting on Kevin Byard is another wrinkle in the discussion. But you have not heard once Ryan Tannehill mentioned in trade discussions um, from anybody with credibility around the league. Now, uh, that could be for a variety of different reasons, and it could still, in theory, happen. But I think Aaron Rodgers declaring himself today, uh, maybe not outright definitively, but more declaratively than we've heard from Aaron Rodgers in quite some time, I think that removes uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, or that removes the Jets from the Ryan Tannehill discussion. And I think that almost guarantees that Ryan Tannehill is going to be the quarterback for this team in 2023. But I want to know from you, who starts at quarterback for the Titans this coming season. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. It's presented by Two Rivers Ford. Go to Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet for quality American-made Ford vehicles. Nobody will get you a better value and better customer service than the non-commissioned sales staff at Two Rivers Ford. They don't put pressure on you throughout the course of the car buying experience. And no matter how you like to shop, Two Rivers Ford is prepared to do business with you in a way that you will enjoy. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So Aaron Rodgers um, is planning on playing for the Jets. At least that was according to him on his Pat McAfee show appearance earlier today. At this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Okay. Um, Mm. And... I haven't been holding anything up at this point. It's been compensation that the Packers are trying to get uh, for me and kind of digging their heels in. So I would just, uh, <laughs> I think it is interesting at this point to step back and look at the whole picture. Um, you know, my side, love and appreciation, gratitude for everything that Green Bay has done for me. Love, so much love and gratitude and just heart open for the Packer fans yeah. and what it meant to be their quarterback. And also the reality of the situation, you know, like it is what it is. The Packers would like to move on. They've let me know that in so many words. They let, they let other people know that in direct words. Um, and because I still have that fire and I, I, and I want to play and I would like to play in New York, uh, it's just a matter of, um, you know, getting that done at this point. Okay. So Aaron Rodgers playing for the Jets. It seems that he wants to and Green Bay is – holding things up now um you know how that works out remains to be seen but it would fill a need for the Jets at quarterback and eliminate uh Ryan Tannehill from any future consideration so who plays who starts at quarterback for the Titans next year uh Kevin Jones says Tanny Willis and a practice squad uh player will have a rookie or a veteran um well all three of them can't start now maybe Willis ends up starting a game or two if Tannehill gets hurt like we saw 
last year, but we will see. Uh, Malik is working very hard to improve. Uh, yes, that's I. Uh, I've seen a lot of uh, video in particular of uh, him working out with a couple of the skill position players who were in town. I saw him throwing to Racy McMath uh, and Kyle Phillips at uh i think it was vanderbilt's facilities maybe lipscomb's facilities the other day on instagram so good to see him getting some work in with some guys that he's teammates with a couple of other players on other teams who are in town for the time being marlo says Tannehill, tj stewart official on twitch agrees uh richie guzman says max duggan you better hope not because i think max duggan's gonna stink in the nfl and he's a projected backup at best Karen, Corey, and Bobby Carter all say Tannehill. Ty Kendrick uh, on Facebook Live says Lamar Jackson will start at the Titan start for the Titans at quarterback next year. Um, I'm fascinated to see what happens with Lamar. Hadn't seen any reports uh, of teams offering him contracts, but Lamar doesn't have an agent to leak that information to or to leak information to the media through. So. I don't know um, how that's going to play out. I'm fascinated to see what Lamar Jackson's market looks like, but if you gave me the choice, who's more likely to be the Titans quarterback in 2023? Well, then I'd probably take the player who's already on the roster, already under contract, and isn't going to require two two first-round picks and a $50 million a year deal to acquire him the way that Lamar Jackson will. Uh, Okay, let's move on, and let's talk about impact signings for the Titans. Uh, at this point in free agency, which free agent do you believe will have the greatest impact in Tennessee that's just been recently acquired? Uh, we'll do that in just a second. But first, I want you to hear um, from Aaron Rodgers talking about Nathaniel Hackett and uh, an itch- another quote from the McAfee show that I thought was fascinating about, you know, things that we all see and, you know, draw conclusions or make assumptions about based on a certain player's connection with a certain coach or another team, a former teammate, all of these different things, right? And that kind of stuff does matter more than I think people want to give it consideration for. I'm going to play those comments for you in a second, right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. Get the intel edge you need to succeed at GaryAshton.com. That intel helps you sell your home without any showings or stagings helps you find your next home while you sell your current one in this red-hot Nashville real estate market and helps you cash in on your home equity and win the buyer battle right now. Nobody does it better than the Gary Ashton team, so trust the team that your favorite teams trust at GaryAshton.com. So listen to Aaron Rodgers talk about Nathaniel Hackett because a lot of us, I think, saw this move and treated it as a bit of a joke. But when you hear players talk about coaches who – may have a different perception of them than the rest of us outside of uh, NFL organizations do, then uh, I think it's a good moment to put in context for people like Nathaniel Hackett and Todd Downing, who's also on that coaching staff. There's, you know, a lot of reasons why, uh, you know, the the Jets are attractive. Um, But, you know, there's one coach who's been as much to me as any coach I've ever had, and he happens to be the coordinator there. So... Um, okay, so that did matter when it happened. Okay, or, and it ended up mattering potentially. It didn't matter at the time, for sure. But got it. Uh, there was obviously a, you know an interest from them, and just from you know quite a few other teams. But 
But that seemed to be the uh, Hackett was at the bottom yeah, of the bottom. The remember, time. head coach Denver Broncos. We suck. He's out of here. Now he's offensive coordinator for the Jets, and it's like Aaron's like. You know, really interested in the New York Jets because the guy that they just hired is the offensive coordinator. Good for Hackett, Let's bro. Go. Good for Hackett. Boy, Legit, you have obviously you have a great affinity for him, and we talked about him a little bit this season with how the season was going with the Broncos in his first year as head coach. And you spoke glowingly, glowingly of him. And not that you ever don't speak glowingly of people, but like it felt like that was a genuine emotion because of I think his family and the whole lineage and the success you guys had with the gold zone. So much positive was said about him by you that when the Jets hired him, everybody was like, oh, this is the Jets trying to recruit Aaron. They're hiring Hackett in an attempt to get Aaron Rodgers here. So you saying that, I think there's going to be people that are like, Woody, Salah. Uh, Think about that. Aaron Rodgers, his quarterback coach, is about to be nothing other than whom? Todd Downing. (laughs) Todd Downing is about to be Aaron Rodgers' next quarterback coach. Think about that. His next passing game coordinator, um, his quarterback coach, the person who Aaron Rodgers is going to spend the vast majority of his time at the facility with is Todd Downing. So if if the Jets offense looks like the second coming of football Jesus Christ when they hit the field in 2023 and the Jets fans are singing the praises of Nathaniel Hackett and Todd Downing, (laughs) I think it's going to be a funny situation to see how that plays out, particularly with Titans fans given, of course, their uh, natural affinity for their former offensive coordinator, who is now in New York on the Jets coaching staff. All right, uh, let's move on and talk about impact players. As I mentioned, which signed free agent is going to have the biggest impact here in Tennessee? We will uh, discuss at length together right after a reminder that TrueMav Fitness makes the primetime show possible. It also makes your fitness goals possible to achieve a better you, a healthier you, and a more fit you. We are all getting ready to uh, approach. We are approaching rapidly. Spring break. Spring break is basically already upon us. Summer right around the corner. Whether you're going to be by the pool, whether you're going to be on the boat this summer or at the beach, True Mad Fitness is going to put you in a position to succeed. It's not just about how you look. It's about how you feel. It is legitimately incredible how much better I feel health-wise, energy-wise, since they helped me get into better shape and drop the weight that I was looking to lose. TrueMathFitness.com is where you go for any of their great membership options and try their group classes for free as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMathFitness.com. So um, as we uh, as we look at the different players that are uh, that have been signed by the Titans, We'll do that momentarily. Aaron Fernandez says, can you touch on the idea that Bayard could be cut according to Mike Lombardi? Uh, We already did that, Aaron. um, So you can go back earlier in the show if you missed it. No harm, no foul. I understand not everybody jumps in at the the start of the show, but we already did talk about Bayard. So we'll keep it moving. Um, I think there's a couple of different players that that can fill this role. But I think that, uh, I think that when I look at the, players that the Titans have signed. So you've got Daniel Brunskill, uh, the most recent signing, a offensive lineman extraordinaire, not because he's a great player, but because he can play multiple positions well enough to start for the 49ers, which was obviously a a high-level run game the past couple of years. You've got Aziz Alshair, the linebacker, also from the San Francisco 49ers, 
who uh, has not gotten um, a starting role because he plays behind two all pros in Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner. But when he has had to play because of injuries to Dre Greenlaw, he has been an exceptional. And when the Niners are in their base defense, Al Shire is their third linebacker on the field. He's a really good player, and it's a one-year rental deal. Then you have Arden Key, who has bounced around a couple of different teams thus far in the league, but he's a very young and promising pass rusher who gave the Titans fits last year in Jacksonville and uh, did spend a year in San Francisco with Carthon, so you like what they've been able to add there. Andre Dillard, whether he ends up being your starting left tackle or not, I think the expectation is that he should be your starting left tackle. And if you just got a starting left tackle for $10 million a year and not a lot of guaranteed money on that contract, you're feeling pretty good right now. There is also Luke, uh, oh, I'm blanking on Luke's last name, the uh, 49ers, or rather the Cowboys special teams linebacker that has been added to the mix. This is the second time that I've forgotten his last name, so I'm sure Robert. Luke Gifford uh, will uh, will be a Titan special teamer and somebody who they think can play a role on defense. So we'll see what happens with Luke Gifford at this point. But for the most part, I'm very comfortable with the Titans are doing in free agency. That was a question that I uh, that was a question that I asked Greg Cosell about today. We did an episode of the install. It's available to you wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Greg and I do it each and every week, except for last Wednesday, because I was on vacation in Breckenridge. But Greg and I talked about a lot of the Titans free agent signings today and a lot of other ones around the league. And this is what he had to say specifically about the player he thinks will have the biggest impact on the Titans' defense. What do you like about the former Jacksonville Jaguar who gave this team all kinds of hell this last season? Really liked Arden Key, going back to when he was with the Niners a few years ago. Uh, we saw the same thing in Jacksonville this year. He's multi-positional. You can line him up inside. You can line him up outside. He's got length. He's got quickness. He's a good pass rusher. I think he's one of those guys that, you know, you don't think about because he's not going to get 15 or 18 sacks, but he's a really valuable piece of a defensive front with his position versatility. Um, and I think that length is really important. You know, you probably remember being in SEC country coming out of LSU. When he got to LSU, he was supposed to be, you know, the next guy. I mean, LSU has a lot of guys who are the next guy. Sure. Um, but, you know, and and I, if I remember correctly, he had a really good first year at LSU, and it didn't quite work out where he was an oh-my-God kind of player. Um, and if I recall, the um, the Raiders drafted him, I believe. Yep. And then he ended up with the Niners where he started to come together. Then he left there, went to Jacksonville for a year and had a really good year in the same way that he had the good year or two with the Niners playing inside and outside. And I think that's a really positive signing. You know, and again, I don't want people to think, and I hope people don't think that, that because we do this, that I'm a homer, but I'm just going by tape study. I think Arden Key is a really solid, multi-positional player that will help. So that's Greg Cosell and Arden Key. Um, and listen, you know that Greg has zero like fan affiliation or impact or, or analysis impacted by bias when it comes to the Titans, right? Greg works for NFL Films. He lives in Philadelphia. Um, and we don't do a Homer podcast. We just happen to be uh, we just happen to be based out of Nashville, or I happen to be based out of Nashville. And Greg happens to do that podcast with me for the radio station. So we obviously talk a fair amount of Titans on a week by week basis. Um, but Arden Key has a lot of promise. Positionally versatile is what Greg cited. 
certainly within the Titans defense, if they want to get creative the way that we know they like to do, particularly on third downs, I think Arden Key can go a really long way and help uh, supplement what they'll lose in Bud Dupree. And um, at some point, well, they've already lost him to Marcus Walker. And at some point, um, this team will be without Danico Autry. And while Arden Key and Danico Autry aren't exactly the same player, they can serve uh, a lot of similar roles um, as rushers in this Titans defense. So fascinated to see how that all works with Big Jeff, uh, who will be under, under contract at least this season. We'll see if they end up getting a contract done with Jeff. Um, and Harold Landry, who, of course, will be returning to the football field very, very soon. Uh, let's do some rising and falling candidates. Whose stock rose? Whose stock fell this week in sports? Quite simple. We will uh, get into it together right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by the fine folks at Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app today, and they'll match your first bet up to $1,000. You can bet on all your favorite major sports in Superbook's app. You can bet spring training. You can bet the XFL. Uh, we have a lot of different basketball games going on, not just with March Madness, but of course with the NBA rounding into form. And the NHL is always a lot of fun to get some great odds boosts and promo bets on. You can do that with Superbook Sports, so download the app today. Go to Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, whose stock rose? Whose stock fell this week in sports? I think there's a lot of different nominees that you can pick. Um, I think certainly, if you're talking about the NFL, I think the Jets stock is going up. The Jets... Um, who are in a good position right now to continue to uh, to continue to try and improve upon what is a very very fun young talented roster. It seems that they're going to add Aaron Rodgers at this point, and uh, Rodgers on the Jets will make for compelling football, right, wrong, or indifferent. We'll see how actually competitive they are on the field, but I know he's going to be better than Zach Wilson, um, and I have to imagine that he's going to be better than Mike White or Joe Flacco. So at least if they're getting semi-competent quarterback play from Aaron Rodgers, who we know is still capable, then I think uh, I think the Jets are going to be all right. Stock falling at this point for me is Jalen Carter. I think a lot of you uh, have been keeping tabs on the uh, the big, uh, big-time Georgia defensive tackle who, you know, projected as Arguably the best non-quarterback in this draft. Will Anderson is another player who's in that discussion. Jalen Carter's obviously been caught up in a lot of uh, legal situations in the last couple of weeks, and uh, apparently at his Georgia Pro Day, things did not go very well. Kevin, after not working out in front of scouts at the NFL Combine, Jalen Carter was hoping to answer any questions they may have had about his skills or personal character at Georgia's Pro Day. Carter weighed in nine pounds heavier than he was at the Combine and elected to only participate in position drills. He started off explosive, showcasing his first-round talent, but he was unable to complete the drills due to cramping. That didn't stop one scout from telling me there's still no way he sees Carter falling outside of the top 10 picks. Carter, who was hoping to provide answers, left all 32 NFL teams who were in attendance with even more questions. Not what you want. Jalen Carter, who's probably still going to end up being a first round pick despite all these problems. Uh, I was talking to a lot of comp, a lot of people at the combine who, you know, I know I listen, I don't know Jalen Carter uh, personally, 
don't know him um don't know him at all right uh he didn't speak at the combine so i haven't even had that much interaction with him so for me to make any kind of character assessments just based off what people are telling me without meeting the guy i hesitate to do that right but he's not personally well regarded by a lot of people in the nfl is what i'll say now whether that's justified whether that's hearsay whether that's somebody trying to tag his draft stock so they'll so jalen carter will fall to them in the draft i don't know it's a really tough time of year to try and wage wage your way through all the lying um but a lot of people that i trust have told me that they don't feel great about the person that jalen carter is compounded with the legal situations the fact that he's showing up out of shape and can't complete his drills at his pro day um major key says isaiah wilson syndrome all over again well that's i isaiah was a really really bad bad first i mean isaiah wilson might be a the worst first round draft pick in the history of football truly he might for as little as he contributed to his football team and i was reminded of that when i heard or when i saw the the package that uh robert was able to find producer robert was able to find from a local news station in i i think georgia i don't know if it's athens or atlanta or somewhere else but a local news station in georgia was covering the story and they had comments from both Nolan Smith and Kirby Smart that reminded me exactly of the uh, Fox 5 in Atlanta. Thank you very much, Robert. Fox 5 in Atlanta had this video package discussing the Jalen Carter story with some very, very high praise from Kirby Smart. Yeah, he's a generational talent. He's uh, he's very talented. I've been around you know, coaching for 18 years and there's very few guys I've coached that have the talent that he has. Man, the best teammate I ever been around and a misunderstood person, really, just because he don't talk to people. And I just know, like, me and JC got that special connection just from on the field, him being a two aisle, him having to go to the three. And I just look at JC and be like, he just understand football and he nod back or he, he just do things in his own way. And, you know, I got a left-handed brother that's just like that. So I guess that's why I understand, you know, left-handed people do things in their own way and you got to take their time with them. So I just love, I love JC. And that's probably, probably, a, I wouldn't even say no offense against JD, but that's probably the best D tackle I've been around. How do you, you know, Jalen did not have to come back and play after his first injury, nor after his second injury. And both times he wanted to overcome that injury. He begged us to put him in, in games he was hurt. So the competitive character he's shown, I think has been really good. And I also think his teammates um, really respect Jalen. Like Jalen earned the respect of his teammates. They, uh, they love being around him. So that's a lot of the things you can say about him. I think he handled the off-field situation amazing just because of how it went. Like, we had to come by focusing on trying to put our best foot forward, and that happens, and then he took care of that and then came back to the combine and still handled his business business and still was professional. So I think he handled it amazing, and I wouldn't handle it any different. So the Kirby Smart stuff reminds me a lot of how, how nice both Kirby Smart were about Isaiah Wilson uh, well, not just Kirby Smart, but Sam Pittman, who's now the Arkansas head coach, who was the Georgia offensive line coach at the time. They couldn't say enough nice things about Isaiah Wilson. And then, of course, Isaiah Wilson played four total snaps in his, in his NFL career, all four in a blowout, one on offense, which was really victory formation, uh, or rather three on offense that were really victory formation, and one special team uh, snap where he got planted on his ass on field goal. So um, 
I don't know that Jalen Jalen Carter, it would be, I mean, it would be disastrous if Jalen Carter even sniffed how big a disaster Isaiah Wilson was, but uh, there's a lot of parallels uh, that are being drawn that some are fair, some are unfair. Now, what I will say that I haven't heard about Jalen Carter, that I did hear about Isaiah Wilson, not when the Titans drafted him, but after the Titans released him, Isaiah Wilson showed up to a couple of these uh, meetings with teams under the influence. Now, I don't know specifically what he was under the influence of. I'm not here to speculate. Teams noticed that he was clearly on something or influenced by something um, in particular that made him an immediate undraftable player. Now, maybe that didn't happen in the Titans meetings. The Titans meetings probably didn't happen because that was the COVID draft. So, um, I mean, I don't, I haven't heard anything about that around Jalen Carter, but I didn't hear it around Isaiah Wilson in the draft process. I didn't hear it around Isaiah Wilson in the draft, anywhere around Isaiah Wilson until after they'd finished with him basically. And after the dolphins had moved on from him as well. So something to keep in mind, but you know, again, Isaiah Wilson, I don't know that there's ever been another example that's as extreme of a bust as Isaiah Wilson is and was as an NFL player. All right. It's going to do it for us tonight on the primetime show. Thank you guys, as always, for hanging out. Uh, One more primetime show tomorrow night. But before that, come out to Party Foul. If you are in the borough, if you're in Murfreesboro and you love the uh, primetime show, you love the radio show that Robert Lucas and myself do, come out to Party Foul in Murfreesboro tomorrow. We're going to do the radio show with uh, Belmont head coach Casey Alexander. He's our tournament analyst for the third straight uh, March Madness in a row. It'll be a great time. Uh, Ron Slay and Brent Doherty of 3HL will be there. Kirby will be there. Robert apparently is buying pickleback shots for everybody who runs up behind me and screams loudly in an attempt to try and scare me. So apparently the pickleback shots are only $6 tomorrow at Party Foul. So you can get lit and uh, harass me if you want to, all with a uh, the promise of a free beverage, courtesy of producer Robert. So we'll see how many we can make Robert buy if he's going to put my uh, my safety in jeopardy this way that I'm going to put his safety financially in jeopardy in some type of way. I'll, uh, we'll see how many people I can provoke anyway, party foul in Murfreesboro tomorrow, party foul in cool Springs on Friday for the same exact deal. Have a great rest of your night. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the radio show. See you tomorrow at party foul. And if not one more primetime show for the week. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.